Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. So we're continuing um, our talk on stewardship, and um, we've we're into maybe like the third episode. I can't remember right now, but what we've discovered is that the biblical doctrine of stewardship is about our relationship to God, right? That God is the owner and we are managers and he's, he makes us coworkers in administering all aspects of our life. And stewardship is about our practical obedience and administration of everything that's been entrusted to us. And so in the series, we're covering the, tree, the three T's of stewardship, time, talent, and treasures. And so last time we were together, we talked about the first T, which was time, and that's where we left off. And so today, we're talking about the second T, of stewardship, which is talent. And so today's topic is the stewardship of talent. And so Jesus taught that we must use our gifts our gifts wisely. And most of you on the call are quite familiar with the parables of the talents, right? Um, one of the lessons is that we must use our talents and abilities as well as our wealth for God's service. And if we do not use those things wisely, God considers this to be wicked, considers us to be wicked and lazy, like the third man in the parable. And so for the sake of time, I'm only going to provide the scriptural reference for you to go back and read and study for yourselves in, in your quiet time. But there are two familiar passages where Jesus taught about the parable of the talents. One is Matthew 25, 14 through 30, and then the other one is Luke 19, 11 through 27. So I would really encourage you to go back and read this and study this on your own so that God can give you insight in terms of the talents and, and, the, and this parable and how it ministers to you. But what I want to share today is an experience that really brought home a lesson to me on stewarding my talent, or stewarding talent. So lately I've been getting requests from past clients and I've serviced, that I've serviced in my organizing business even back from like 10 years ago, right? And I'm still in, the, in that space in terms of productivity, but the model has shifted uh, more toward entrepreneurs, and I primarily do this virtually, right? But I had a recent client that was outside of that realm. And without going into too many specifics, because we honestly don't even have time, <clears throat> but there were some key things that I learned from this recent experience. One of the reasons that I agreed to do the job was because it was a referral from a mutual friend that reached out to me a couple of times about this particular gig. She and I have known each other since when I first started my business. And 
back in the early 2000s, so she felt like I could help her friend. So the client and I spoke a couple of times, you know, getting to know each other better, getting an understanding about the project. Now, i got to tell you, in retrospect, there were things about the project that I should have given more attention to. And to be perfectly honest, I wasn't overly excited about this project. And I was trying to find a way to get out of it, and I probably could have, but I didn't. Nevertheless, I still agreed to take on the project. And there were lessons that I had to learn in this. So remember, if you all have been listening to this series, in the first episode, I talked about the five R's of stewardship, responsibility, rights, regret, reward, requirement, right? And so one of those, responsibility, was something that kind of came up. And don't, don't think that I wasn't reminded about what I had said on this call, right, that stewardship is about our practical obedience in the administration of everything that God has entrusted to us. And I just said that just a second ago. Um, that this is not about me, but this is about stewardship. And this was something that I had to learn. Not only that, but despite the fact that I wasn't overly excited about the project, I had agreed to do it. And since I had agreed to do it, <laughs> I my attitude had to be checked at the door. Because now that I've agreed to do this project, one of the things, well, several things, questions that have to be addressed. How am I showing up? We talked about that. How am I preparing for the project? How am I delivering the service? Am I being the best? Am I showing up the best in the best way? Am I doing my best? This is about having the right attitude about stewardship, because stewardship is not ever to be a burden, but having a joyful responsibility. And I have to account for how I am stewarding this responsibility. So that was the first lesson and reminder, right? Be careful what you say. (laughs) So the other thing about the project, though, was that it was outside of my 10-mile radius to serve as a client, right? In fact, it was like, to be exact, it was 37 miles each way. But I agreed to that too. So my assistant and I went to this small town that neither one of us had ever even heard of, right? And like most of us, nowadays we use a GPS. We use the GPS on our phones to provide direction, and so we needed to, we were both using our GPS so that we can have, you know, get some direction uh, in terms of how to get to the client. Like I said, it was, I ain't never been to this little town. But here was, here was the lesson. I, w- I want to get to that because I believe that this is going to help all of us. I know it helped me. But one of the features of the, of the Google Maps or the GPS is that 
you know, when you approach the next turn, you'll hear, you know, turn right at this first street. Or if you miss the turn, you hear, you know, make a U-turn here, you know, um, turn left here or whatever, right? It gives you directions every step of the way, right? And like using a GPS that gives you direction, God gives you direction. And just like the GPS, we're also given an opportunity to recenter and recalibrate. There's a feature on there, and I never noticed. I've noticed, I know that there's a recalibration feature, but I never noticed that you, there's a recentering uh, feature on there. When you, miss a, when you miss a turn, it says, you know, recenter. Or sometimes if the connection gets lost, you know, it says recenter. And so in that process, I was reminded of the scripture, Colossians 3, 23 and 24. And it says, and whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, not unto men, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive your reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. And here's the thing. That since I chose to do the work with the client, whatever I do, I have to do it heartily, as unto the Lord. A recalibration and recentering had to take place. That's why I had to go to the scripture. That's why God reminded me, first of all, of what I had said, and then secondly, of these scriptures. I had to go back to these scriptures. But just like in that recalibrating and recentering feature on the GPS, if you notice, you've got to give permission of your location. What am I saying? In order for this recalibrating and recentering to take place in me, I had to grant permission for God to tap into the location of my heart. And it was like he said, now I can redirect your intentions, your attitude about serving this client. It's no longer lip service, but it's about whether your heart is in the right place. Because, see, some of the things that transpired, I had a right to even reject service in this client. But I chose to do it. So I had made an agreement, right? I had to honor that agreement that I made. And it wasn't about me doing a good job for the client. And by the way, the client was happy, right? In fact, they were in amazement, you know, about our work ethics and the results. But even if she wasn't, it was about stewarding the gift that was entrusted to me. It was about serving the client's client to the best of my ability, and having the right attitude about the responsibility of this assignment. We were there early. In fact, we got there an hour before the client was there. We were prepared. We were prayed up and pumped up, ready to do the job cheerfully. Not so that she could be pleased. But I had to be able to walk away knowing that God was pleased, right? Because it wasn't about 
anything else but stewardship. It was about having a heart that serves God in all seasons and letting God lead my heart and guide the work of my hands. And so this, this was a hard lesson for me. This was a lesson that I had to learn in stewardship so that I could be prepared to talk about it from an authentic place. Because sometimes God will give you assignments that put you in situations where it's like, okay, (laughs) you're talking about this, but I need you to be able to share this from an authentic place, a place where you have experienced this lesson. And that was the thing. That recalibration was about my heart. Is my heart in the right place? Am I going to serve this client from a place of authenticity? And am I going to serve this client heartily? Because there were things about this project that I could have walked away easily, but it was the lesson that God wanted me to learn. Lessons. He wanted me to learn lessons. And this experience taught me some valuable lessons about stewarding the gift of talent. I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. There was so much I wanted to share on this call, but time just doesn't permit. And um, yeah, there was a lot I needed to share. But huh, I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. I hope it inspires you in your spiritual and entrepreneurial journey. This is always our prayer. I hope that this wisdom has inspired you about letting God lead your heart letting him guide the work of your hands. Because a lot of us will quote that scripture, right, you know, about guiding the works of your hands, blessing the work of your hands. But it all starts by having a heart to serve God. Remember to go to Wisdom Inspired. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.